Newcastle United 3, Manchester City 3, in what I have to say was one of the best games of football that I have been to or seen in a long time. Yes, we were 3-1 up and we only got a point, but by God, what a point it was. Absolutely brilliant game. Let's get cracking. Yes, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review. Uh, at the moment, it is just me and Billy Bob Coleman. Uh, Alex will be joining us very shortly. Uh, he's just uh, at a family event tonight, so he will be coming on uh, within the next half an hour or so. So uh, look forward to Alex's thoughts on the game as well. Um, one thing we must say is Danielle, unfortunately, won't be with us tonight. Um, very sad news that her cousin passed away uh, yesterday. Uh, really devastating news uh, and came as a, as a huge shock. So um, thoughts and prayers are with uh, my sis tonight. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody is with us uh, in wishing Danielle uh, the very, very best and our love and support and prayers um, going through a very, very difficult time. Um, one of the family that she was close to and obviously, um, you know, very, very upsetting. But we're with you, Danielle. And, uh we always will be, so um, you just take as much time as you need. Um, so, Billy, as well, uh, fantastic uh, watch-along today. Uh, well done, matey, again. Um, you know, <laughs> you were saying it was there before the start of the show, just how what an emotional roller coaster it was, reminding you of the days of the 4-3s at Anfield, and mm. uh, it was just like that in the ground as well. Um, incredible, incredible atmosphere. Uh, I will have a match day vlog out tomorrow, guys. Um, obviously, I've I've recently just got home, so um, I wouldn't have time to do that tonight. Just with the uh, fan interviews before and after the game, um, so that will be out tomorrow on the channel. Uh, but you know, absolutely inside. The, I don't know how it came across on the TV, Billy, but it, the atmosphere inside that ground was phenomenal. Yeah, you could see that. Obviously, I kind of the sound on because of a uh, copyright issue. Yeah, but, indeed. Um, yeah. But you could you could see. I mean, just people on the edge of the seat for ninety minutes, like I was mm -hmm. on mine. You know, it was if it went from one one way to the other and backwards and forwards with momentum. And Man, we started off fantastically, and then Man City took over, and then it went back and back, and just mm -hmm. two fantastic football sides playing a fantastic game of football. Better yeah. have to go to both managers for setting the Absolutely. Like and and credit to Pep Guardiola, mate, because he's come out and praised Newcastle after the game. Uh, he praised the atmosphere after the game. He says that's what football is all about. Uh, didn't have a bad word to say about Newcastle United. Uh, just said it was, it was, you know, how far Newcastle have come. Um, so hats off to Pep. You know, he, he's very astute manager and, and understands the game very, very well, obviously. And, you know, had a lot of good things to say about Newcastle. But you're right. I mean, what did you think when you saw the team lineup, Bill? I wasn't surprised. I mean, if Target wasn't fit, I was. I, was, I wanted to go four, four, three, three. Why change our system just because we've got a, a great side coming? Let's go up them. That's our strength, pressurising, and, and let's play to our strength. Don't worry about the opposition. Um, yeah. I've had a bit of a, tw a Twitter hoo-ha with Sean Casey today. He wanted five at the back and wanted Maxi being dropped. Mm. Absolute nonsense. And I told him. So. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll come on to Maxi in a second. I've just got to do a couple of quick shout-outs. John Joe. Me old mucker, uh, saw you just, uh, well, after the game tonight with with your mum again. Brilliant. 
you know, despite what John Joe goes through in a wheelchair, etc., he is just the most fantastic guy. And uh, great to have a chat to him and his mom. The, the, you know, they love watching the Toon Review. Uh, big, big fans of the channel. And uh, uh, he said tonight that I was an inspiration to him, which was, which was a lovely thing to say. But it's the other way around. You know, people like John Joe inspire me. Um, despite what he goes through, he lives life to the full. He gets himself all over the place. And he is just an inspiration. So, John Joe, uh, good evening again. And uh, we'll see you at the next home game, mate. And uh, I promised you I would shout out. And also, Jeanette. Um, came along with uh, with the little lad for his uh, his kid's mug. Um, so I got a photo with him, uh, and uh, he was delighted with the mug. And bless him, uh, he even bought Susan a little a little notebook with a thank you uh, thank you written on it, um, because he wanted to give give something back to Susan for sorting the mug out for him. Absolute yeah. little little gem he was. And Jeanette, it was lovely to meet as well. Uh, Diane, uh, also great to meet uh, Diane today. Got a ticket off me. Um, bless her, she was standing there for about 10 minutes before I realised it was Diane coming for the ticket. Um, but she, she got it, and uh, I didn't see her after the game. Uh, but I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful time. And I tell you what, what a what a brilliant game to win a ticket for. Uh, just incredible. Um, so, And hello to everybody else that I spoke to that came onto the videos. I was a little disappointed because uh, normally I do the videos before the game as well, get the you know fan uh, input about what they're thinking about the game. I got about four interviews done, and then a big bloody drum band decided to start playing outside the club shop um, where I do all the interviews. So, um, you know, <laughs> couldn't get many done. Um, but after the game, got a lot of people, uh, and Eddie from Tyneside Life as well, which we uh, went on each other's channels, which was great as well. Um, now, uh, we'll just go through a few comments, Billy Bob. Uh, Kieran says, Maxi absolutely on fire today. Uh, up the mags. Maxi was mint. Paul Sales, what a game. Uh, Barry says, all right, uh, all gutted, but what a great game. Um, Alexander says, amazing performance. Maxi was best I've ever seen him play. Uh, Tom says, I've been waiting for this since the game finished. What a result. Stato Alex must be buzzing with ASM. By far his best performance in the black and white kit. Um, Chesre, good evening to you. Modern backstage. Uh, Kath, good evening to you. Great to meet you today. Kath actually came on uh, on the vlog. So you'll see Kath tomorrow. Uh, she did a little bit of an interview with me after the game as well. She was very nervous, but she did brilliantly. Uh, so you'll see Kath tomorrow. Uh, 80s Gamers says, so I'm hearing Callum Wilson felt his hamstring go again today. Uh, we all knew it was only a matter of time. Hopefully all the haters get behind Maxi now because he's world-class when he plays like that. Uh, I don't think there's anything to worry about with Callum, uh, to be honest. Uh, I was a bit surprised when he took him off, Billy. I don't know what the reaction was on the watch-along, but uh, certainly people sitting around me were a little bit disappointed that brought him off when they did but on the flip side of that Eddie's looking after him isn't he yeah you've got to keep him safe haven't you I mean, he was tired he's, he's when he's he's when he's proverbial nuts off hadn't he um and actually without criticizing Chris Wood which I'm not going to do because I thought he did okay when he came on I did yeah. do you know what Billy I agree with you 100 percent listen yeah. he's not he's not a striker you know that we need he's not going to cause any any major problems for Man City Put his work rate defensively when we needed it. Yeah. He was he was winning headers and he put himself about. And that's what Eddie will have asked him to do. And credit to Chris Wood. Yes, I've said it. Credit to Chris Wood. He went and did exactly that, which I was very proud of him for. Um, we've had a $5 super chat from uh, Dogwood's Tonsorium. I'm not sure what the hell that is. Uh, reminded me of watching the entertainers. Great game of footy for the neutral. Uh, happy with a point against that team. Even if we were two one up at uh, where well, we were three two up at one point, that what he means, yeah. And five pound for me and Fleming. Good evening, Ian. Thank you very much. Hi, Paul and Billy. Great game, Maxi man of the match. Um, 
Steve says, I'm still on the bus home and not even uh, eaten yet. Ended up buying rounds of Jaeger bombs in the strawberry for a lovely Canadian couple who paid £400 each for Platinum Club. Uh, not looking forward to work tomorrow. Uh, he also says, Maxi was brilliant today. They were obviously scared of him and he ran them ragged. Uh, wish he'd got a shot or two off, but he's clearly been told to play those layoffs and Eddie knows better than me. Uh, yeah, the, the one thing I'd say about Maxi is certainly in the second half, he had a couple of shooting opportunities and he, he fluffed them. But... He gave Kyle Walker the runaround today from the word go. And when Maxi plays like that, Billy, we look so much different. Honestly, I, I can't put into words how, how and I emphasise how fantastic he was. Everything we created came from him. Um, well, he, he back, assisted both you know, opening goals, didn't he? Just a fantastic, fantastic performance. Yep. Uh, both at both ends of the pitch, to be fair. You know, he helped out Dan Byrne at times also. But whenever he got the ball, they were absolutely shit scared of him. Mm. Kyle Walker has never had a harder game in the Premier League than that. Never had a Premier well, League. Yeah, I was saying that after the game. I think when 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 they'll sit in the dressing room, Man City, and know they've been in the game today. And that's what we were saying before the game, Billy, you know, in the build-up this week. Just give them a game. Let them know that they've come off the pitch and been in a game, whatever the mm. scoreline is. Yeah. And what I loved about this team today is we were 3-1 up. They peg us back to 3-3 simply because they're a world-class outfit. There is no doubt about it. They are world-class and hats off to them. And sometimes, you know, I was saying to Leon sitting next to me, sometimes you just have to say, take your hat off, you know, because they have some incredible footballers. Um, but it went to 3-3 and past seasons, that would have ended up 5-3, 6-3 to City. Yep. Today, we were resilient and we said, right, if we're not going to get three points, we're still going to get the one and we are getting something out of this game. And they fought their asses off. Nick mm. Pope, incredible. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Didn't stand a chance with the goals, nope. but by God, I mean, you know, Erlen Haaland, we kept him quiet first half, very quiet, but by God, he came alive in that second half and he <laughs> caused us all sorts of problems. The, the one in the second half, when he went through Botman and Cher like they weren't even there, yeah, and yep, Nick yep. Pope came out and twice he came out and got straight down to Haaland's feet to take the ball. And, you know, that is a credit. You know, he conceded three goals, but he was, my God, he was brilliant. He really was. And I'm going to say he, now, if Dubravka was playing, Harlow would have had a hat-trick today. Yeah, he I do. Out, I he think, wouldn't have got out quick enough. It's his starting position, Billy. If you look yeah. at Nick Pope's yeah. starting position, 100%. he's way off his line so quickly. That, 100%. But that's not Dubravka's game. They're totally two different goalkeepers, you see. And, mm -hmm. and that's why I think Eddie wanted Nick Pope, because he is so alert to things going on around him. And he's off his line in a flash. Plenty of time. And it, it doesn't give the striker a second to breathe. Um, but Haaland, I mean, he is, you know, this is what you want from a striker. When he's quiet like that and then he just turn, he just appears. Um, just that flick of a switch. Yeah. He's in it. I mean, the one he hit the post with, you know, he, he, didn't, that's great, he didn't. That's a great save, by the way. He did that. he save it? Did he? Yeah. Because we were wondering that. if he got a finger on it. Fingertip, um, yeah, fingertip on the post. Fantastic save. And, you know, but he didn't, he didn't deserve to get a shot off there. You know, he, he didn't even, there was no backlift. There was no nothing. Um, Bernardo Silva, fantastic performance. The ball from De Bruyne for their equaliser was just world-class. You, 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 again, you have to take your hat off. The vision of that man. And one guy who I think is just superb, and that is Phil Foden. He is, that's the first time I've actually seen Phil Foden um, play a full game. And he was just immense. But we drew with them, and that's the bottom line. We gave them a game, and in the first half, they were shitting themselves. Every time we got the ball and attacked, we could have scored. 
We could have yeah. scored four or five in that first half. You know, we started well first couple of minutes, Billy. Then yeah. Man City got on top, they scored the goal, and we were all thinking, oh, God, this could be a long afternoon because they were looking really hungry. But we seemed to be inspired by their goal, and we turned it around. And a, a brilliant equaliser, albeit, you know, Almiron managed to divert the ball in the net somehow. Uh, he was off balance, but Maxi's work was brilliant to get that ball in. Superb. All came from the corner. He went the ball back, didn't he? And the ball across was just dying for someone to tap it in. Uh, Mickey did more by look of judgment, I think. The linesman had his flag up, uh, which was unbelievable. Why you well, flagging when we that saw ball? the replay, Billy, we couldn't believe it. I thought, well, that cannot be offside. No, Miggy was adamant not. he was onside. But, but I think they were trying to get handball as well, judging by Edison's reaction. He was pointing to his hand. Nonsense. You know, yeah. the linesman should put his flag up. You know, it's in marginals, it goes to the cameras. What's he doing mm-hmm. putting his flag up? What if the left blew the whistle before he tapped it in the net? It's not a goal then. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, of course, the second goal came, Billy, which was, oh. again, brilliant work. First by Joe Linton, then Maxi. Yeah. Yeah. Maxi driving in again, plays a lovely ball into Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson steps inside the defender, and then I think Edison was expecting him to take it with his left foot. Yeah. But of course, he flicks it with his right and puts Edison the other way, you know, caught Edison off guard, and he couldn't get a hand on it, and in the net, 2-1. And yeah. we're thinking, bloody hell, this, <laughs> this is incredible, because Man City, to be fair to them, they do not take the lead many times and give that lead away. It was the matchup we were done to say. I mean, Kyle Walker couldn't hold uh, ASM today, so mm-hmm. when when ASM was running at John Stones, it was a it was a one 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 horse race basically, and he had the, the with sort the foresight to play a lovely little pass into Wilson, put it on exactly where he wanted it, little touch, the great finish, great goal, yeah. an absolute great goal, great yeah. goal. Uh, Terry Cook, thank you for your eight ninety nine super chat. He says hi guys, brilliant performance from the team today. Maxi, well deserved man of the match. Uh, Todd Fischel out over there in the states, thank you for your ten dollars, mate. He says I feel like Joe Willock was the weak link in the team today. I'm not sure. I think Joe Willock played okay. Um, I don't think he was, you know, he wasn't as noticeable, of course, of the likes of Maxi, etc. But he did make some really good driving runs today. Uh, and he, yeah. he's very deceptive, Billy, because loads of times in the in, in the first half, he was, he was obviously breaking out and he's running towards us at the Leaser's end. And he doesn't look like he's traveling at any pace, but they couldn't get the ball off him. No, he outpaced Walker at one point. You know, we know yep. how quick Kyle Walker is. Yeah, but he's got a lot of deceptive speed. Um, I thought he played well while he was on for the hour. Obviously, ran out of legs then and brought off. But for the hour he was on, I thought he played really well. I think it's unfair to say he was a weak link. Yeah. Uh, Jordy Howie, man, says, this is how it feels to be a Newcastle supporter. So proud. Um, you know what? I gave up, you know, two weeks ago, I gave up cigarettes and vaping. But I tell you what... Newcastle could drive you to it, mate. I mean, they could drive you to anything. Sitting in that second half, I swear to God, I was sort of sucking on um, nicotine lozenges like there wasn't any tomorrow. It was incredible. Um, but you know what? It, it just That's what football is all about today, um, just without a doubt. Um, now, Billy, you know, we'll get Stato's view on it a bit later, but the referee, um, Awful. he was terrible. And, and t- to be fair... He did give some dodgy decisions our way as well. Um, but the majority, I mean, there was one in the first half where Kyle Walker was in the corner. I don't know if you can remember it. He, Kyle Walker just fell to the floor and he gave a free kick to City. Yeah. And it, nobody actually touched him. No. Um, the sending off, I haven't actually seen again. So I don't know what the challenge was like to, to deserve a red card in the first place. Um, but if it seemed very strange to me because when the tackle was made, it didn't look like a dangerous tackle or serious foul play to me, Billy. It wasn't. It was a trick. 
Right. Um, he was a yellow card all day long. I've said it at the time. It was a professional foul, wasn't he? He, he brought him down because he knew De Bruyne was away. We were in the shit if he'd if not done it. But that way, yeah. um, and actually, quite, uh, Kieran went over to Kevin afterwards and said, you see him, I had to bring you down, Kev. I had to do it um, before the VAR got involved. But the Man City players were straight in the ref's face, weren't they? Um, come on, come on. You know, and they, were, they they forced him into giving them that card. It wasn't just the referee that was poor, by the way. Both assistants were also... Oh, dear, they were, they were terrible. And the but, one that annoyed me was the first tackle Bruno made, which wasn't as bad as half the tackles that weren't booked for. Yes, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. But and Man City, him, they, yeah. they brought up our player down and there was no booking. And then he books Bruno for pretty much the exact same thing a yeah. couple of minutes later. Where yeah. is the consistency there? There simply isn't. And that puts Bruno on a yellow card for literally the full game. And... He, he, I mean, Apocalyptic says here about what did people think of Bruno today? By his standards, he's been slightly below par the past two games. Not saying he was bad, just not as good as he can be. I think this deeper this deeper role doesn't suit him. Um, you know, we all thought when he first signed for the club, oh, he's a defensive midfielder, but he's he's not. He's 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 he he belongs in the middle of the park, Billy, battling away with Joel Linton. That's where he's more. And there was a couple of times that he he gave the ball away uncharacteristically, if you if you like. Um, but Joe Linton did outshine Bruno a long way today. Yeah, I agree. But I think the red mist descended after the yellow card because mm. um, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't deserved. And in fact, five minutes later, we did the same tackle and didn't nothing happened. Yeah, um, same foul. But the red mist descended for ten minutes. He was kind of giving the ball away stuff. But he came back into it. I thought he played quite well actually, not mm. up to his usual standards. Uh, obviously, didn't get forward half as much. But you're not going to against Man City. Um, but in a defensive yeah. role, I thought he was great. I thought he did a lot. But of you're not going to notice him anywhere, are you? When he does the the dirty work, but <clears> he does. Uh, it is hindering him a little bit playing that deeper role. Um, and, and you know, I did say I thought Longstaff might play it today instead of Willock and push Longstaff into that deeper role. But obviously, he didn't. He went, and and that that's the kind of guy that Eddie Howe is. He's he's, you know, he shocks us all. He's very astute. He's, he he said when he first joined the club. He goes out to win every single game. And that is exactly what he did today. He didn't go out to draw the game or lose the game. He no. wanted to beat them. And, we, you know, we nearly did. We nearly did. And I also said, oh, hang on. Uh, we got a 44.99 super chat in from uh, from Michael Marsden. Thank you very much, Michael. Uh, thank you for the lift to and from the game again today. Um, absolute gem of a guy. He really is. He's just... Uh, what, I'm proud to call him a best friend. He really is just incredible. Um, he says, hi, Billy and Susan. Hope you're both well. Um, you know, like we said, Billy, the, the time's gone by. That would have been a 6-3 Man City because they were, you know, we would have dropped our heads. The intensity would be gone. Um, and we'd think, oh, you know, Man City are just a better team than us. But it just proves what a good manager Eddie Howe is and how far he's brought this team. And let's be honest, a very short space of time. I mean, it's not just about the football side of it. It's the character of the side. Mm. I mean, if you remember this time last year, you know, the first five or ten minutes was when we were at our best because we were knackered after that. If we'd have conceded after four minutes, you could, you could be looking at double figures. Let's be honest. Tiredness and, and, and the lack of character. We've got character on that side now in abundance. Leaders all over the pitch. And they weren't having it today. They weren't, they weren't getting beat. Boy, hook or boy, they weren't getting beat. And I yeah. thought it was fantastic. And it wasn't, it wasn't a case of panic mode. It was controlled aggression. But yeah. Fantastic, and the managers deserve so much credit for that. Absolutely. Um, we uh, I've missed the one pound seventy nine super chat from Leeds United Ultras. Uh, I do apologise for that. Um, and he says predictions changed on Leeds, mate. Uh, wow! I tell you what, 
They were superb, Leeds. Yeah, absolutely buzzing for them today, beating Chelsea so convincingly. And and well done, you know, because I want Leeds to do well. I've said that from the start of the season. I think, you know, Leeds are another northern club and uh, very, very similar fans to us, very passionate. And they're a good club. Uh, and I'm glad they're back in the Premier League. And uh, I'm pleased with them today. I really am. And uh, hopefully they can keep on going from strength to strength. And uh, it just proves, you know... Not all billions and billions spent will get you anywhere. You know, Leeds put on a, you know, sometimes fight, grit, determination. And again, you know, this manager, we said we had our doubts over him. He's doing the business at the minute. So well done to Leeds. Todd Fischel, thank you for another $10, mate. Uh, what's your thought on how Botman played today? It's a hard game, isn't it? But I mean, you know what? It, you, saw, you saw one instance where a cross came in, he went to chest it. And he was lucky he had an armoured breastplate on. It went about five yards of yeah. straight to Gunderwood's yeah. foot. But he closed he it down that quick. You know, from one mistake, he made a fantastic recovery. He did. He recovered off. really well. Um, yeah. Look, you've got to remember, this is only his second full game in the Premier League. Um, and it was against arguably one of the best footballing teams in the world. Uh, and he kept Haaland silent in the first half. Um, yes, I think that, you know... He's, he's getting used to the pace of the Premier League and there isn't any faster team in the Premier League for running and passing and moving than Manchester City. So today will be a hell of an experience for Botman and one which I think he'll, he'll grow from. Um, I think he, he did some really good things like you've just said there, Billy. And I think the things that you've just mentioned there about trying to play the ball in dangerous positions that he shouldn't maybe have tried, just headed away. He'll learn from that. You know, we know he's got quality. He's an exceptional footballer. And today, for me, will be a good learning curve for him. And he'll, he'll only get better from that. So, um, you know, Botman and Cher going forward, I think, is the two that are going to get the, the job going forward. Uh, <clears throat> I think, you know, Dan Byrne, credit to him today. I was worried about him playing at left-back, Billy, because of uh, Manchester City's pace. But he did really well against Bernardo Silva. He did. And, and Bernardo Silva, you know, is one of the best players in the league. And yet, uh, okay, finally, he, he, he made their first goal, but he never got past him once. He, he got him and beat him on the inside once, but that was only because he had two overlappers and Bernard had to watch, watch one of them. Yeah, Walker and De Bruyne both overlapped to allow mm. Silver to cut in and play that fantastic crossing. Um, Cher was ball-watching, Trippy was ball-watching, mind, uh, to, to leave Gundogan on totally on his own, but he took a great position. But yeah, I, yeah. I thought I thought Dunbar played really well. Yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, I think Trippy was better today as well. I think Foden did him a couple of times, uh, certainly second half. But listen, Foden is—you know—you're not going to come up against a Phil Foden every single day of the week. He was immense on that left-hand side for City and brought a lot <clears> of players into the game. But Trippier is a captain. You know, mm. even when, mm. you know, City scored that third goal, he was going around the players, g them yeah. up, saying, you know, keep your heads up. Uh, let's not get down. He scored a wonderful free kick. Um, you know, looking at that from the Lees' end, I said to Leon sitting next to us, I said, he's not going to go over the wally. I, I bet he goes the other way. And Edison wasn't expecting it, but it was postage stamp, Billy. Well, it's just an unbelievable free kick. It was, it was on his Edison's side because <laughs> he was expecting to go the other side. He yeah. went one way, which is just a terrific free kick. The man's a fantastic footballer. I do doubt his defensive capabilities, but so what? We'll, we'll take the pluses and set, forget the minuses. Because um, he was at fault for the first goal, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. But, for instance, when Bruno got booked and he, the red miss descended, it was Kieran Trippett that went over and calmed him down. Had yeah. a word with him in his ear. And after that, Bruno was fine. He's, he is a leader. He's, he's a fantastic footballer. 
whether he's a defender Look, or not. The bottom line is, I don't think Kieran Trippier is blessed with the pace he once had. I think no. it's fair to say. But what he does, he makes up for in intensity. He makes up for in captaincy. He makes up for in everything else. The man has a heart of gold. He's a lion and somebody that we just need in that team. Uh, we really do. Um, Jeanette Johnston, thank you very much for your £5 super chat. Uh, hi, Paul and Billy. Thanks for my mug. Lovely meeting you. Yes, it was, Jeanette. Uh, and uh, Jeanette actually... Uh, when these uh, drummers started going, yeah, she was in, standing in front of us and uh, her and I think it was her sister or our friend doing some crazy samba dance and I don't know what it was. And then they came over to <laughs> us and obviously wished my wished me good health. And I, I got wrong a couple of times today off for quite a few of the subscribers, Billy, uh, coming up and saying, you give us a hell of a scare last week and, oh, right. you know, telling me that uh, I should go and get this thing put on my arm for me to measure my blood sugar and, uh, but I did, I did take some uh, sugary jelly teddies with us today, just in case anything was to happen. Um, Max says, "Good evening, Jack Grealish, Butler." Was there any news on why he didn't? He wasn't there today. Just injured, by all accounts. Yeah, my ass, my ass. Uh, evening, Susan. Hope you're well. Well, of course you're well. I, was, I spoke to you a minute ago. Um, Richard said, uh, "Shame we couldn't take three points." Uh, but I'm still buzzing four hours on from trip sticking that third one in. Um, it, oh, honestly, Billy, that goal went in. The ground was electric, man. Absolutely electric. Uh, but to be fair, both sets of fans were electric today. Um, you know, Man City fans, yes, they were very quiet when the 3-1 down, but, you you know, if we were 3-1 down, we'd be quiet, you know, but uh, absolutely incredible. And here he is. It is uh, Mr. Stato. Good evening. Evening. How are we feeling tonight? Very good. We've, we've, got, the, we've got the same shirt on. We have. I'm I'm amazing. I'm very 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 happy. Yeah, it's a lot fantastic. of people were uh, wanting to find out what you thought about Maxi's performance today, but we'll we'll, we'll come on to it in just a second. Uh, Rich Baxter, thank you for your ten pound super chat. Uh, Toon fan from Bournemouth, absolutely love you guys. Thank you very much, Rich. Um, my man of the match today was Maxi. Uh, he was simply breathtaking. Um, just as obviously the fight, you know, his couple of shots that he tried in the second half, he fluffed them, but he'll get there. I'm sure of, but if he plays like that, Alex, I just said to Billy before, we are a different team when he's like that because he's such a threat and he ran that defence ragged today. He he did. He did. Everything clicked. His defensive contributions, his decision-making, his dribbling. Um, he was more confident in himself as well. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. And I, I, I feel confident in backing up what I said last week about people's criticisms criticisms of him against Brighton the drag backs were intentional and instructional the first drag back he did was to Miggy Miggy should have scored it it was over the bar 100% it's all yeah. coached it's all instructional and it's slowly coming together piece by piece yep as is shown by Miggy's performance as well today yeah it's, he was it's outstanding a work in as progress well. yep. and it's, it's 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 finally clicking and we haven't even got the attacking transfers through the door yet. So Well, it's amazing. I mean, Callum Wilson put on Twitter earlier on tonight that uh, he said it's incredible that we're actually uh, disappointed that we didn't get three points against, you know, arguably the best team in the world at the moment, which is, you know, which they are. Uh, you know, I couldn't praise Man City high enough for the, the way they fought back today. Um, they just never give up. They, You know, Pep Guardiola has installed that into them that they just never give up. And... I was talking about Erlen Haaland earlier on to Billy, just saying, you know, quiet first half, but boy, did he come alive in the second half. And 
that's that's where he shows his class and shows his value. Is it, just he he kind of bust our centre backs today in the second half. But on the flip side of that, he only scored one goal. He did. He he did indeed. It, it it's he's a very difficult striker to play against purely because once that when you, when you've got your defensive line, once that pass has been played and he does that first step, it's his first two or three steps that he's so explosive. And so it's that turn of pace for his size is quite unmatched, um, you know, versus centre-backs. Um, nobody complained about the refs today. Well, we can complain about the refs, just not the VAR. Um, yeah, it's, it's, how, it's, it's the explosiveness. It's, it's how quickly that changes from you know, a running stride into full pace. He seems to just be able to get that extra gear faster than centre-backs generally. And that's how he gets a lot of goals. Um, it's, it's just, it seems to be, I don't, I don't even know how to give it as an analogy. It seems like everybody else has to go through gears one to five and mm. he can just go straight into five. He can just yeah. put his foot down a lot quicker. Um, mm. but I did get, I'll tell you what though, Alex, I, I really did get a surprise um, when I went into the ground and they were just finishing off the warm-ups, what a unit he is. He oh, is massive. an absolute he's unit. Yeah. And he, he is just, he must be horrible to play against because, you know, he's got pace. He's got that intimidation of size. Um, one thing that, you know, people have been saying in the in the chat, Alex, before you joined us, is what did you think of Botman's performance? Because some people are feeling that he was a bit caught out today with the pace. But I've just said it's very understandable. It's his second game in and he's playing against, you know, like we say, arguably one of the best footballing sides in the world who are very quick. And if anything, the positive side of today is it's, it's, it's a learning curve to the, the actual fast pace of the Premier League. And, you know, I don't think he was poor by any stretch of the imagination. I think there was a learning curve there for him, though. Yeah, I mean, so realistically, who's better than Holland right now? I mean, you've done well if you can name five strikers. Uh, yeah, you've done absolutely. very well. So yeah. our 22-year-old centre-back is fine. <laughs> he's absolutely fine. He's done yeah. He's done very well, all things considered. If you contextualise like, the performance and who it was against, mm. absolutely fine. Some people were criticising him for the second and third goal. Second goal was just a random bounce in the six-yard box that was quite hard. In real time, hard yeah. for anybody to manage where that's going to go. Listen, that second goal is where yeah. exactly where you want your number nine to be. Alert yeah, for any ball that good. drops. And he just um, blasted it. And, and technically, I think Byrne was actually closer. I think I think they'd swapped roles. Byrne was actually more central and, and Botman was further out. But that's mm. by the by. Uh, and the third goal as well, um, if I can remember what that was, that was just the disgusting De Bruyne pass. I'm not oh. going to be angry at Botman well, for not spoke, reading that pass. We just spoke about that just before like, you came on. I'm not, I'm not angry at any of our lads for not reading that pass because that was a world-class pass. Like, mm -hmm. fair enough. Like, it happens. They're Man City. It's one of the best teams in the world. Yep. I'm not, I'm not going to be frustrated at, at Botman, you know, for, for, the, for the other... 50 different opportunities he had to be switched on for. He was. so, mm. And that's the reason we got a point. So well done. It, it, the, the, whole, the whole lot of them played well for, for me. Um, uh, you know, we've had chat about Bruno Billy and we've explained maybe that, you know, playing in this deeper role really, uh, it's, it's not really his game. Um, and he was, Joe Linton was brilliant again, Alex, and just outstanding. 
three tackles, three interceptions, a bunch of duels, just just annoying, constantly being physical. Should not have even been yellow carded. No. He got car he got climbed on top of. Um, and then he fouled in retaliation. But he you know, the ref should have blown for that. Somebody mm-hmm. climbed on Rodri climbed literally on top of him, even though I'm pretty sure they're similar heights. Um, he was outstanding, absolute destroyer, breaking up play. He was the reason City couldn't get a rhythm. Um, mm-hmm. We were specifically trying to stop them. I mentioned this at halftime. Uh, they were trying to overload the left side for them to then switch it out and, and exploit Maxi and Burns' side. And they couldn't do it because Joe Linton and Bruno and everybody was so, so switched on and they stopped that first phase. And they were just breaking it up constantly. Um, they were having real trouble playing through the press. Even when they did manage to play through, it was by inches because like boots were boots were scraping the ball as they were just about managing to play through the press because our lads yeah. were just so focused on it. It mm-hmm. was brilliant. And Joe Linton is he's incredible, absolutely incredible as a destroyer and just a break up play. And as a ball progressor, some of the ball progression he did today just yeah. carry he was like, right, I've won the ball. This is my ball. You two, you three, sit down. I'm just going to drive this 15 yards. Well, first half, you played a beautiful ball, a curled ball through two Man City players down the left for Maxi. Just brilliant. Um, The the transformation in this guy is simply just unbelievable. It really is. And um, I mean, you know, we, we can talk about different things from the match, but just what a great entertaining game of football it was. And you know what? I Yeah. There's disappointment that we didn't hang on to to get the three points, but Billy, we, we just have to say what an incredible effort the lads put in and didn't drop the heads at three three. I totally agree, and uh, in fact, I, I will go as far as to say is the run of the ball today was totally in Man City's favour. Every ricochet mm. went their way. The second goal wouldn't have happened without the ricochets going their way. Um, so I believe without that, we'd have won the game. If we just hung on for the five or ten minutes longer. I think we'd have won the game, but it's just the fact yeah. they got into it pretty quick after the free kick and then straight away after that. Yeah, it was a fantastic game of football. As I say, two fantastic sides. And I think we can look forward to the rest of the season with lots and lots of anticipation because if mm. we're doing that to Man City, there ain't anyone we would be scared of anywhere. Jezra says, Paul, your green screen has a picture of a green screen. It does. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ben's behind us with his laptop on, bless him. He's got his headphones in, so I just took the green screen up. Um, uh, what was your thoughts on Willock today, Alex? Because uh, we spoke about him earlier, um, and uh, somebody said that maybe he was the one weak link today, but we we disagreed with that. I thought Willock was 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 really good. I think he he tired in the second half, um, which is probably why he was brought off. But he, I thought first half he was he was excellent. Yeah, I think he was poor in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think most of them were poor in the first five minutes. I think we were nervous, and we went to goal down. Um, some of that was exacerbated by the refereeing decisions, such as the the Bruno foul getting a yellow, which was a little bit harsh, to be fair. Um, but Willock was a bit more switched on. I, I think he gave... It, it's very telling that for him to give a decent performance, he needed to be subbed after 60-65. Like, he was, he was tiring quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I said this at the... Uh, I think it was the full-time or maybe the half-time... Um, talk where he was ma- he was being a bit more intelligent. He was filling in the holes. I was I was complaining so much after the Nottingham Forest win that he was leaving gaps all over the place that were not visible on the on the TV. 
because I, I, you know, in the stadium you can see more um, when mm-hmm. you're actually at the games. And yep. he was leaving big holes, and he did not leave those holes today. He was a bit more switched on. He understood that his role had to be a bit more pay attention to the system, stay switched on. And he made he made a nice driving run. Uh, it's a shame it was only one. I wanted a few more out of him, but he made a nice driving run. Um, he also overlapped Maxi uh, twice. One of them was was very, very good, where he played a one-two. And instead of just trying to do a fancy, dinky little one-two, he did the one-two and then he ran into the left wing, into the left channel. Um, just a bit more intelligent, just a mm-hmm. bit more of a mature performance from him. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice. He's learning. He is. He's still very young. People have got to understand. He's very young, but he's he's definitely learning. He's improving. Uh, but as I said earlier, I still think we need somebody better than him to be his mentor, and he needs to be the yeah, you know, yeah, the, the protege, even though he's good. Yeah. Um, Isla Coffee says Joel Linton did well to force a corner from Kyle Walker. That one in the first half where he sprinted him down, Billy, and uh, actually forced Kyle Walker to to knock the ball out. Yeah. Um, that Back is pass. just the, went wrong. The, yeah, the, the, just the desire and pressure. And also, Dan says the fact that City put three players on Maxi and he still spanked them was a joy to watch. Um, just they had nothing for him, Billy. Yeah, you know, Man City fullbacks played as centre midfielders most of the game, um, which was the way they played. They literally do, do play two at the back when they got the ball. Mm-hmm. But that soon changed once Maxi started kicking, looking on full gas. You know, Walker yep. had, had to come out and. Oh, when the ball, he still went a bit inside centrally, but you know, he, he, he had to stay with Maxi, and he couldn't do it. You know, he, he didn't have the pace for it. He didn't have the, the wherewithal to kind of get the ball off him at all. Mm-hmm. It's just a menace all game, Maxi. Just a menace all game. Yep. Ninety minutes of it. Was what I liked about it was that he he was going left and right. He wasn't just cutting yeah, yeah. inside all the time. Yeah. He was going down the, the left hand side and then cutting back and or, or trying trying to put the balls in with his left foot as well, which was left foot great across the six yards. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Callum Wilson, Wilson missed one in the minging. first half. It was just, it was literally a tap in, um, yeah. and Wilson fluffed it. Um, but he's yeah, he's, yeah, it was yeah. Um, guys, just a quick reminder: if you are enjoying the show tonight, I know we're on a bit later for obvious reasons. It's uh, uh, a late kickoff, so um, please do hit that like button. Uh, we've got nearly twelve hundred people watching, which is outrageous. So thank you very much. Uh, if all of you hit that like button now, that would be splendiditious. Uh, there's a word for you for a Sunday night. Um, a few messages in for Danielle. Cesare says, Danielle, love to you and your family. We love you. Uh, RIP, all the best, Danielle. Uh, much love to Danielle. Uh, just keep putting them on the screen there. Uh, thoughts with you, Danielle. Chin up, kid. Uh, Devon says, hi, Paul. Buzzing about today's draw. Fantastic result. Maxi turned up when it mattered. Uh, wishing Danielle well. Uh, love and support to Danielle and her family. Uh, a couple of good signings, and we are on our way, says Stephen. Uh, Space Bar says, that's awful. The thoughts are with Danielle and her family. V, again, the same thing. Uh, so pleased for Miggy that he scored and two fingers to Grealish. Uh, did you see at the end, um, Miggy actually give a shirt. There was a kid in the stands saying uh, something about, a, a, something about can I have your shirt off Grealish's back or something? And he he, he went and give uh, give his shirt to the, to the young kid. Uh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Gary says, I couldn't be any prouder of the team, even the players that didn't play uh, the best. What a result. Uh, Carlos has sent Danielle our love, Paul. Yeah, she'll see it all. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, it's from Susan, from Dan, Tom. Uh, Keith says, cracking game today. Newcastle now on Man City's map after that performance. Thought we were a different team after the subs, but we know we how bad our bench is. How are the lads? Uh, Angelica says, thinking of you, Danielle Pet. Um, 
Alex, Guardiola's comments after the game, very, very uh, praising of Newcastle uh, and the atmosphere. Said the, you know, that's that's what football's all about. That atmosphere at the end, and was very complimentary of Eddie Howe and uh, Newcastle and how far they've come. Indeed, I mean, for anybody who was at the game or who watched it, the, the Arsenal game at the end of at the end of last season, the last home game, was an indication of what was to come. This has been coming, you know. I, the, the way we we press in the final third and our intensity and the improvements in quality. This has been building. This has been coming. We, we were okay in preseason. People were whinging about certain preseason results, you know, about Benfica and stuff. you got to remember Benfica are a Champions League team. They're very, very good. We, we've been good. We've, this has been building and building and building. The Brighton result, despite a lot of people throwing their toys out the pram, Brighton are a very, very good side who just comfortably dispatched of West Ham away, may I add, um, mm. which puts into perspective how good that nil-nil was against Brighton last week. Absolutely. We're a good side. We're a good, good side. Fair enough. We don't have the, like, the depth isn't there, but we the takeover was in October. We're not even 12 months on, but the starting 11 is starting to become quite tidy and we're doing well. We've still not finished those attacking transfers. You know, the atmosphere, as Guardiola said, and, and just the, the intensity. They have more quality than us, Man City, do on the pitch. But I said this at half time. They didn't want it as much as us. Mm. And it was about the pressing intensity and just the, the effort and the graft. And the fans, everybody in the stadium today who went there live has to pat themselves on the back because that contributed hugely. That was a huge part of, of just keeping everybody Well, we were saying going, that about Leeds um, United earlier as well. I mean, Billy were talking about Leeds' win today. Sometimes just the desire... Being set up well and commitment and passion will see you through. 100%. Not always. Not always. The players but... will feed off that. The players will, yeah. if, if if there's if a player has misplaced one pass or they, they they've got that one little bit of creeping doubt, if fifty thousand of you, you know, if they hear their own song or if there is that cheer, that is the difference. And you know, Bruno was trying to get the fans on side today. Um, it does make a difference. I know these are professional athletes who are paid a lot of money, but they are still humans and they respond to passion and emotion. And they did it today. It, it, you know, the fans are so important. The 12th man does exist. Uh, Leeds United Ultra saying Leeds performance of the weekend. Uh, I think, I think, but let, let's be honest, both of us, uh, you know, uh, you know, Leeds absolutely hats off. Uh, you know, I've spoke about them earlier on in the show. I've got a soft spot for Leeds. I do. I think two Northern clubs, very similar supporters and, uh, you know, incredible performance. But for us as well to do what we did against Man City, I think is... Do, uh, do we know who's, who match of the day have put first in the running uh, no, order? Uh, I no, I don't. No. Um, I, 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 listen, it, it may be us because we're playing Man City, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Ian says, thinking of you, Danielle. Uh, Jordi Howeyman says, Pep is class. Um... You know, he's, he's, he's look, Pep Guardiola. He he just he's a he's a football man. He just oozes. Yeah, well, Jonathan's just said it there. He oozes class, and he does. You know, he, he, you very rarely hear him go on about something that's not relevant. You know, or if his side does drop points, he's 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 very um, he's very positive about the opposition. You know, if he thinks the opposition have played well against his team, he will come out and say it. Uh, and you know the fact, Billy, that he made the comment about the atmosphere at the end of the game, and that's how football is is what it's supposed to be. Just tells me how he uses class, and he's a footballing man. 
and he is, and of course, his mentor was the great Sir Bobby Robson, wasn't he? Exactly. You know, yeah. he's got he's always had a soft spot for Newcastle United because Newcastle United was his mentor's club. Um, so even when we were under the years of Ashley and we were crap, and his sides beating ours convincingly, he still had nice words to say about Newcastle United and the fans. So yeah, he's a football man, isn't he? Um, and he's a fantastic manager. Let's be honest. Absolutely. Uh, Bully Kiro says, uh, hi, Paul. It was nice to see you before the game. Uh, I was with me twin and me older brother and me drunk dad. Yes, I remember you guys. Uh, your dad. Um, yeah. Uh, he was. He's a bit of a sarcastic bugger, but he'd had a few uh, beverages, it's fair to say. But it was great to see you and meet you. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed the game as well. Uh, Warren, uh, even and all, hope what hope you hope. Even and all, hope you're well. Uh, what a game at St. James's Park. Wasn't expecting that. Buzzing with a point. Feels like a win. Performance from the lads was outstanding from start to finish. Proud of them all. Uh, this, Jan says this was footy at its best for me. Um, listen, I said it at the start of the show. It has been a while since I've seen a game of football as good as that. Uh, and both teams were involved in that. You know, seeing Man City play some of the football they played was breathtaking. Some of the football we played was breathtaking. It was just a great game of football to watch. And it's very rare, Alex, that we actually see a game like that. Yeah, indeed. It's it's purely because the attacking three clicked a lot more than they have been doing. We've seen Joe Linton and Bruno have performances and we've seen the front three have performances. But this is the first time in a little while we've seen, we've seen it, it click across the pitch. And, you know, it's worth bearing in mind that this is without... Um, it's worth bearing in mind this is without uh, a proper left back. This is with Burn, and, and I don't care what anybody says. I understand he's played 21 matches in the last 12 months at left back. He's not a left back. He's not a left back. Mm. Um, he's a stand. He is a centre back. He's six foot seven. He's a, he's a centre back. Um, he did extremely well. That being mm. said, um, which you know, that just goes to show. But it, it was the fact that we got three phases of the. Is that the right word? Well, three three sections of the field matched up in preseason. We kept splitting up first team defense with you know mishmash kind of. I think we had like a first team defense against Atalanta, and then a different. It all changed up in the preseason. Whereas today, everything just married together. Everything clicked for the first time properly. Yeah, and and the the midfield funneled through to the attack, and the attack functioned as intended. Miggy was doing the correct things, you know, Maxi was doing the correct things, Wilson was in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got the Trippier goal, which is why he's there, is to be a captain. He calmed Bruno down, made sure people didn't get sent off, um, nearly got sent off himself, but didn't. Um, it just all worked. It's what we've been building towards, and hopefully we can, you know... Get a couple more in before forward. the window closes and keep moving forward. Yeah, imagine if that bench was was better than um, so. Uh, fair enough. Wood did well. We've already said that. We've already played Chris Wood. Your mic's gone off, Alex. Uh, he'll be back in a second. Uh, Channel writes. Uh, Thank you very much for your two pound super chat. Uh, like the Kevin Keegan days, a great match and a good draw. Uh, Marks is wonderful result, but two of their goals were scored by a midfielder who failed the track. Listen, sometimes you've just got to take your hat off and say fantastic movement. I think you're back, Alex. Uh, yeah. Some... Yeah, you are. Uh, uh, sometimes you just have to take track, your hat off. I that De Bruyne pass was filthy. And a brilliant run, a brilliant, brilliant run by Bruton, uh, Bernardo Silva. 
Yeah, I, I think that's. I think it's unfair to say that they weren't tracked. I think it, it's you've got to you've got to appreciate how fluid and um, well, I, I'm struggling to find the right word here. It, but it, it's they almost don't even play positions; they just play roles in, in in the Man City team. They they float, they chop, they change. You know, if it was Mares, Mares plays slightly more of a fixed role, but Silva, Bernardo Silva has been known for for several seasons for for just. He just floats. It it's hard, you know. Gundogan as well with the first goal, super like not even super hyper intelligent footballers that they're just in the perfect place at the right time. These are elite elite level players who get through to the deep stages of the Champions League consistently and winning two to three to four trophies every year. I'm not bothered that we missed those runs. These are elite players. Like we're we're doing fine. Um, If we'd have stopped all of that, then you know we're. Yeah, we're not we're not ready to be winning trophies right now. So it would be mm. peculiar if we would have like stopped all of it. It would have been inhuman. In, in it's just impossible. Yeah, definitely. Uh, John says I was going to go at the game, but thought we would get thumped, so I didn't. Wow, John, we're a different team now. You know, this isn't the season's gone by when you just uh, you, you know, oh, we're going to get thumped. Nobody actually thought we'd get thumped today, which was a positive as well. Um, Bradley says, evening lads, great performance today. Everyone played their part. Uh, we have put everyone else on notice. They will not relish playing us now, uh, especially at St. James's Park. How are the lads? Uh, Alex is resetting his microphone. He'll be back in just a second. Um, I like coffee. Says, I saw P.D. Proudlock running in the background where Paul was being interviewed by Eddie at Tyneside Life. Yeah, atmosphere was electric. Uh, good to see St. James's Park becoming a fortress again. Still unbeaten so far. Hopefully we can keep that going love this club it is and that's what it sounded like it, it seemed like today billy that it was a fortress again yeah i mean we've been like begging for years that teams are scared to come to james park and try and take us on and we've also been begging it for years for our team to attack the opponents for 90 minutes and we're, we're doing it mm-hmm. now and once we do that we're a different kettle of fish to what we've been you know it's a different just a different kettle of fish totally and we're, we're mm-hmm. someone to be scared of people won't want to come to james park just beat the best well beat with all the best side in the country uh, in, mm. the, in Europe to a 3-3 draw deservedly so that's going to put the window a lot of teams coming to St. James Park the rest of the season no doubt about it um, Todd's uh, sent in another $10 super chat from over in America he says the pundit said that Man City were not at their best today no kidding oh. our boys made them not at their best yeah this annoys me because Man City were at the best today I'm sorry but they were they played some brilliant football we put up with them and we coped with them. You know, that's how far Newcastle United come. But you're going to get this. You're going to get all the pundits saying just because they didn't get a, res- a, a win, maybe they weren't at the best. We made sure that they, we, we played immense today. We really did. We were outstanding. And I'm proud of Newcastle United today because of the way we played. I'm proud of every single one of them because we didn't give up. We didn't back down. We were 3-1 up. They pegged us back to 3-3. As you, you know, they were always going to come at us in that second half. Whether we went 3-1 up or not, they were always going to come at us. But the way we responded when they got the two quick goals, we didn't drop our heads, where in seasons gone by, we would lose that by 6-7-3. But we didn't. We stick to our... And we still tried to get the winning goal as well. Let's not forget that. So, yeah, I think it was just... I think we were awesome. I really do. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's something that we can look forward to moving forward now. Yeah, with the with the in response to the pundits, what what some of the pundits have been saying, 
you know, at risk of having, I don't know who said what, but at risk of annoying them, I don't even care. You've got to ignore them. You've got to take what they say with a pinch of salt because these are people that do not watch us week in, week out. And these are people that do not watch Man City week in, week out. They get chosen games. They watch a variety of games. They don't always know exactly what they're talking about. Uh, for, for A prime example of that is I, I had dual commentary on, so I was listening to the main game commentary and, and Billy at the time. Um, and one of the commentators suggested that the substitute for that Wood was going to replace Almiron. And we all know that's nonsense. We know it was going to be a, a Wilson change. We know that because we watch the teams. Mm. The commentator didn't know that. And he was being paid for that role. Doesn't know what he's talking about. He assumed it would be a Miggy sub. So you've got to take all this with a pinch of salt. They don't, they don't necessarily understand exactly what's going on, how we've been set up tactically in the last two, three, four, five matches, or City, who's been lined up to do what, what the instructions are. You know, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt because these has-beens, these people, ex-players from 20 years ago, haven't got a clue what, what the game's like nowadays, which is why modern managers, uh, sorry, the older managers are being... Are falling behind. The game's evolved so quickly in the last 20 years. You've got to take it with a pinch of salt. And, and ideally, you should formulate your opinion based on what you think, plus maybe a bit from us, maybe a bit from the pundits, a bit from everywhere. And then and then make your own decisions. But don't just mm. listen to people like, well, I'm going to name drop him, people like Paul Merson and a variety of other ones are available. That's not the only the only pundit, but there's a, there's a, a large amount of them out there. It doesn't always mean they know what they're talking about. So you know, make your own decisions, listen to different sources. You know, um, the, no. to the neutral, they're going to expect a Man City victory today. And because that didn't happen, they're going to say Man City weren't at the best today. Well, they were mm, the best Exactly. Today. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah, I thought Chris Wood did more for the club in the last 15 minutes than he's done previously. I agree. Um, yeah, he, 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 look, look, you could see Eddie Howe talking to him before he came on. And, and we were all a bit shocked because, you know, there was still 20-odd minutes of the game left. And we thought, wow, you know, but it, it's turned out that, you know, the club have said that it was a precaution for Callum uh, feeling his hamstring a little bit. Fair enough. Um, you know, we know Callum Wilson won't play against Tranmere, so he get, he gets a week off. Um, and we know he's, he's managing his fitness. And, Pedro, we'll see. Well, it could be. Um, but listen, uh, whatever. It, it, he came on and it was clear what Eddie Howard asked him to do, uh, to sit deeper. He, he didn't play in a kind of number nine role anyway. No. He, he was sat a lot deeper alongside sort of Joe Linton and Bruno at, at times and, and Sean Longstaff. So we were, he was there to shore it up and make sure that we came away with something from the game rather than nothing. Uh, so hats off to Chris Wood. He went on the pitch with a jump to do and he did it superbly well. So well done to him. Um, I thought, you know, Sean Longstaff did a job as well. Came on, just try and cut balls out and he made a few fluffed up clearances. But you know what? He still did a job. Uh, and, and yeah. you know, the bottom line is, we, Billy, we didn't concede when they were on the pitch. Absolutely not. And same effort was gone in. And then players that came on the pitch, what, the ones that were before them. I couldn't fault any single player today. Not one of them. Proud of every single one of them. Mm. Um, we're going to come on to player ratings in just a second, um, which is going to be very interesting. Unfortunately, we don't have Danielle here, who I'm sure would have given a 10 to every single Newcastle United player today. Um, as she... Uh, Tends to let a heart rule ahead when it comes to to the player ratings. Uh, we'll go through a few more uh, comments before we do that. Anthony says, still buzzing from today's result. As soon as we get strength and depth, we'll be laughing. Um, Cesare says, Maxi made Walker look like the donkey. I always knew he was. Uh, Trippier, that's a right back. Um, Paul Gullick says, good evening. Uh, Tune Review, what a great match against the champions. My condolences to Danielle and her family. Uh, Francisco says, beside the goals, the fact that we created so many chances against such a side... 
even if we couldn't convert them, shows how far we've come. Maxi is a beast. Uh, super happy for Miggy. A lot to look forward to. Um, I mean, to be honest, we could have scored, you know, three or four in that in that first half. Yeah, I mean, I said to Billy at halftime, we should have been 3-1 up uh, after half an hour. Yeah, The Miggy chance where he's leaning back should have scored. Yeah, and then the Callum, Callum Wilson one. Yeah, he was offside though, but he should have scored anyway. Was he, he definitely offside though, Billy? Was yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Right. Didn't, didn't need to go to it because it was saved, but yeah, it was a yard offside. Uh, but the Miggy one was Yeah. And of course, when Miggy went past the goalkeeper, what he got to do is square it across to an empty net. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, God. Yeah. Um, uh, if it was not for Pope, you would have lost. Uh, well, excuse mm -hmm. me, but mm -hmm. if we converted mm -hmm. our chances in the first half, we could have been 5 1 up at half time. So, you know, yeah, Nick Pope was brilliant second half, absolutely superb, but that's what he's there to do. And that's why we signed him. And that's why he's an England goalkeeper because yeah, he's that's, outstanding. That's, cheeky. that's a cheeky comment because I think, I think of the two teams, they will be happiest with the point because I think we were the team nailed on for the three there. If you if you had to pick between two, I think we we, were, we had the you know we were three one up. We had arguably better chances. Mm. I think they'll be happier with the point than we are. Yeah, they'll know they've been in a game today without a shadow of a doubt. Absolutely one hundred percent. Right, player ratings time, and we'll start off with uh, our commentator for the day, Billy Bob Corman. Can I just uh, say at the start? If you don't give me Maxi, I'm going to leave. Well, we'll see. We'll I'm see just going to say that at the start. That's a disgraceful thing to say, Alex, <laughs> on a Sunday evening. Um, Billy, Nick Paul. Uh, yeah, fantastic performance. Second half, absolutely outstanding. Uh, could do nothing about either of the goals. Starting position is is, is the key to it all. Um, he saves us so many times by being in an advanced mm. position and getting to the ball. Something that Dubravka would never have done. Coming to claim crosses, something that Dubravka never did. Um, he's a nine out of ten for me today. No doubt about it. What did you give him there? Nine. Give him nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ian says, uh, can you explain how John Stones elbowing Cher in the head whilst getting nowhere near the ball is not a penalty? I, I thought that as well. And he clambered straight through him, really clumsy. Yeah. Well, to me, it was they said it was a coming together. It's not mm. what the replay showed. No. Blatant penalty. No. Yeah. Uh, Keith says, sorry, guys, have to disagree with you. Wood is just not good enough. Look, we know he's not good enough as a striker, but what we're saying, he was good enough today, the job he was put on the pitch to do. Um, and you know, yeah. we're not always going to be down on Chris Wood, you know. Just we know he's not a good enough striker, but what we're saying is the job that Eddie Howe asked him to do when he came on that pitch today, he went out and did it brilliantly and he helped out defensively. You know, he cleared the ball for a corner twice that I remember. Dangerous crosses came in, and and, and Wood was there to head them away. So, listen, he did the job he was on the pitch to do today. Um, so we, we can't be down on him all the time. Uh, Alex, Kieran Trippier. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to give him an eight. Yep. I think he struggled a little. Well, I say struggled. I think he was all right with Foden. I think I think his head was. I think he was wise enough and experienced enough to deal with Foden the majority of the time, especially when he when he had. Um, I mean, on his side, he does have Willock and, and Mickey helping out. But yeah, he, he did okay defensively. He didn't get found out like he did in the previous uh, fixture against City. Uh, amazing. I did mention kick. Phil Forden did him a couple of times in the second half, but Phil Forden is uh, is 
he is some player, by the way. Yeah, well, I, but it's not. It doesn't matter if you get done as long as as long as it's it's about slowing them down enough to bring other defensive players into the into the into the picture. Which yeah, he, you're going to get taken on all the time as a, as, um, a as, as a fullback, aren't you? To be I, fair, I think he's got he's got to get an eight purely because of the goal because yeah. that was. Um, you know, I think there's a stat out there where he's had four direct free kicks and three of which have been a goal. I'm a little bit bitter about that because the, the one that he's missed was the one against Forrest, which I was recording, and he didn't bloody score it. Um, <laughs> but he, he got the captain's arm band on. We won third match of the day. Third? First. No. Oh, first. First. Okay, there you oh, go. Thank God for that. Go. Um, he was also integral in calming a few of the lads down after because it got a bit heated because of the ref's incompetence at times. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's got to be an eight for a captain's performance and a brilliant free kick. And that's that's you know for the price we paid for him, how many points has he given us? Mm-hmm. A lot. <laughs> I know. Definitely worth the money already. Um, I'll get uh, Dan Burnett left back, and I'm going to give Dan Burnett seven. Um, I think he was, uh, you know, steady away, shall we say, today. Um, and luckily he was all right after that uh, ball to the face. It reminded me so much of uh, Rebess smacking into Olivia Bernard. Uh, this time it was Botman in full force. Um, was a bit worried, especially when the the um, the rolled him onto his side. And, you know, but it was great to see so many players from both sides uh, rush over to make sure he was okay. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I thought he was steady away. Uh, Terrace sees Paul on Tyneside Life pre and post match gets a 10. Well, thank you very much. Um, uh, don't know if this, if bits mentioned, but what a commentary by Bill Trey was awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, thank you. Um, yeah, we, we, we do well with this combination of uh, home and away commentaries, Billy. I think it's, uh, it's, it's doing well. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give Dan Burner seven. I think he was, uh, he was steady away. And I think for, for somebody who isn't the left back, to, to play that kind of game against certainly, you know, Bernardo Silva, who we know is a, is a quality, quality player. I think it was excellent. So he gets a seven from me. Uh, Billy, we'll move on and you get Sven Botman. Yeah, difficult game for him, uh, but I thought he came through it really well, actually, for someone that's 22, playing his second game in the Premier League. He got mm-hmm. done once by um, by the fantastic sprinting ability and strength of, of Haaland. But in the main, I thought he played really well. Yeah, I think he deserves a seven out of ten. Yep. Okay. And uh, Fabian, share for you, Alex. Mm. I can't. I can't give him an eight if he's given Botman a seven. Um, I'll, I'll give him a seven, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to give him a bit more. But I, uh, I'll give. I give him a seven. I, I just think he was again. You've got to remember that this is not one of the new big marquee signings. This is Fabian Shea. He's been around for a long time and he's yeah, stepping absolutely. up in the quality, you know. And I, I mentioned at half time, there was one little shimmy he did into his, he opened up his body and played a left footed pass mm-hmm. and cut three Man City players out. Yeah. yeah he's I not left footed. Like he, he's improving so much and he's, mm. he's aging like fine Swiss wine. He's brilliant. And I, I'd like love Swiss Fabian cheese. Shea. I think he's brilliant. I think he's very yeah. underrated as a centre back. But I yeah. think I think I want to give him more than a seven, but I don't think it's quite an eight. So it's gonna to have to stay as a seven. Okay. Uh I'll get Bruno. Uh Bruno, I'm giving a seven as well. Again, uh steady away. I was gonna give a six, but I think a six is very harsh, uh, especially the performance today. So I I'm going with a seven. Um I think I I, I don't think the 
deeper position suits him. I really don't. I think him alongside Bruno is is much more um, beneficial to Bruno. But look, he was there to do a job uh, and he did it. So he, he gets a seven. Did, did you notice in the last 10 minutes he was dropping in as a third central uh, yeah. defender? Yeah, he, he was. Because like Shelby drops in as an anchor. Bruno was doing the same, dropping into literally mm. centre-back, which was yeah. very interesting tactically. Yeah. Um, now, where are we? Uh, Billy, you get uh, Joe Linton. Joe Linton, without doubt, a 9 out of 10 performance. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Power, um, desire, urgency, uh, skills, everything. Courage, bravery, the lot. Absolute lot. Superb game for Joe Linton today. Mm-hmm. We've become used to having a 9 out of 10 performance from him. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Alex, Joe Willock. Uh, I'll give him a seven. Um, it's it's frustrating that he was so leggy so early on in the second half. Um, mm-hmm. But it it does show you how much he gave early on, um, and he was brilliant. One of the things I always pick on him for is aerial jewels, and today he got two out of two. So well done. He yep. was positionally more aware, defensively better. Couple couple of driving runs. He did his job, you know, and I mean, that, I th- I'm pretty sure we were still in the lead when he came off, and I, I think. I'd have to double check that. But, you know, he, he contributed. He was part of the team that got us three goals, let's be honest. So mm. he, he did okay for, for a 23-year-old box-to-box against Man City. Um, yeah, got to be seven out of ten. He, he did okay today. He's improving. Yeah, that, that yeah. right foot finish of Wilson's filthy, by the way. I was right behind it. it, it was superb, it was just immense. Uh, Paul Grace is all right, lads. Paul, I hope you're feeling better, mate. Leeds fan here, uh, always had a soft spot for Newcastle. You look good this season, great game of football. Uh, today, really enjoyed it. Uh, well, you enjoyed both games of football. You watched them, uh, fantastic for Leeds. Uh, all right, I will take uh, no, who is who's, who's next? Um, I think we've done all the midfielders, so it's the front right, three. So it's the front three. Right. Who's go- who's <laughs> Alex is going now? <laughs> no, hang on. Alex has just gone, hasn't he? With Willock. No, I just I just did Willock. Oh well, yeah, sure. Yeah, yet. so it's me. Right. So I'll take Maxi. Um <laughs> No, I won't. <laughs> I'll take I'll take uh, Miggy and I'm gonna give Miggy a nine. I thought he was immense today. Uh really ran his heart. I worked his socks off and you know what? Miggy's uh if he keeps on going like this, uh, you know, listening to the training staff, listening to Eddie Howe, you know, we've got a player coming through here who is who is finally uh, getting to the same sort of form that he plays with for Paraguay. And that's what we've been saying for a long time. So uh, for me, I'm, I'm chuffed for Miggy. Uh, he gets a nine from me. Uh, Billy Bob, you get Callum Wilson? Yep. Um, eight out of ten for me for Callum Wilson. The goal he took was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apart from that... Kind of didn't really get into the game much today, but it, the effort was there. But he's in there for his goals, and he got a great goal, great finish. Uh, yeah. The way he came inside of the defender and then yeah. knocked it in with his right foot was super. And that's what you want, isn't there. it, from your striker, Billy? So just yep. like we said about Haaland before, just popping up when needed. You know, that's that's yep. the sign of a striker who's always alert. Uh, right, <laughs> Alex. Well, I just like to I'd just like to say I think I think Wilson's movement um is underrated because the reason Maxi was allowed to do what he did today is yes. because um people like Wilson and Miggy were making the correct runs which yep. occupied defenders and allowed Maxi to be the menace that he was. Mm. Uh, but Maxi, so 
Right, I should probably save this for Friday, but I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit now. Um, since January, I've been banging on this door. <sighs> Everton. Everybody messages me about Everton. Yes, I know. I know he's been underperforming, but surely that proves to everybody that that the player is there. It exists. Mm-hmm. If he can yeah. do it again against Manchester City, he could do it against anybody. Really, can't he? Best, some of the best players in the world, arguably. Um, he can. Four key passes in the first half. A couple of accurate crosses. He got shots off. He was His decision-making was much better. His defensive contributions were stellar. He was an absolute terrorist. He, was, he will haunt the dreams of Kyle Walker tonight and for the next fortnight. He mm-hmm. was an absolute monster. Um, which is why when everybody's saying we should sell it, we should accept 35 million, we should accept 40 million. No, we shouldn't because then another team would benefit from the peak he's entering right now. If we can try and get this from him, we, we might not. We might He might be crap again for 10 games. And fair enough. But I think, I think it's worth a gamble because if there's any chance we can get that from him consistently, oh my God. Maybe we won't. It's possible that we won't. But if we can get that from him, 10 out of 10. Absolutely unplayable. Unplayable, yeah. as said by Pep Guardiola. Just an absolute menace. So, yeah, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Uh, so, we move on to the substitutes. Uh, the first sub to come on were... Well, two wasn't this. Uh, Chris Wood, I'll go for. And I'm going to give Chris Wood a seven. Um, you know, simply for his defensive uh, performance today. I think, he, you know, like we've said, few minutes ago um you know the the fact that he was he was sent on the pitch by Eddie Howe to do a job uh and that job wasn't you know going up as a number nine that job was to help out defensively uh come alongside uh Joel Linton and help out and he did it superbly well made some very very good clearances as well uh when we really needed them so uh Chris Wood for me gets a seven uh Billy Sean Longstaff yeah I thought he did the same kind of role as, as what Willock did a bit more defensive Wanted to hit back pass. I remember that Nick Pope was sweeping for four. I nearly pulled my pants when that, and he did that. But again, a sign of Nick Pope being so alert. Mm. Yeah. So we got away with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to give anyone a Benita seven this week. So seven for Sean Long stuff. Okay. And uh, Jacob Murphy, Alex? Seven as well. Um, mm. fr- frustrating. I think it was a foul on him when he got when he, when he he got a breakaway. Bit yes, unfortunate to get the foul there. Absolutely. Um Defensively, very important. I, I understand he's not he's not a, a quality right winger, but the fact mm. he's played so much as a right wing back and defensively, he was able to understand what was required positionally in the defensive phase in the in the latter stages of the game coming on as a substitute. He was able to fill in the right sort of the right wing back and follow runners. And he was really important in, in shoring up the defense and keeping, yeah. you know, well, not not having us concede anymore. Um and he was you could see he was very focused and and i really i really appreciate it when players are switched on because against man city of all teams you've got to focus for yeah. for the system and for runners and he was he, he deserves a 7 he did okay absolutely uh francisco says how was the uh, atmosphere in the stadium today paul before during and after absolutely world class it was immense today it was i, I should have come i'm so annoyed i didn't go superb atmosphere brilliant uh, now, of course, obviously, Emil Kraft came on as well right at the end, but he wasn't on long enough to rate him. So um, he was only on a couple of minutes as uh, he replaced Dan Byrne. Um, 
<laughs> now, uh, Eddie Howe, uh, Billy. Uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. he had the, the, the bravery and the guts and the balls to play our usual way and not kowtow to Man City's yeah. uh, standing, uh, despite people all over social media trying to say that they should do that. So one one, one famous uh, hit in the know, let's say, was saying to drop uh, St. Maximan, play five at the back and allow them to come on to us. Absolute nonsense. You go at them, you make them worry about us. We're the team at home. And Eddie Howe went for that. Very brave, very astute. 10 out of 10 for me for Eddie Howe. Uh, Jim says, how uh, terrible is the ref today? Nobody's mentioned it. Well, we have. We mentioned it very early on in the show. He was absolute garbage. Um, but, you know, the standard of refereeing, I just don't get it anymore. I, I, I really don't. Uh, it was it was terrible. Uh, Steve's finally home, uh, slightly drunk. Guess I'll have to watch this all tomorrow. Uh, but what a brilliant day. Uh, indeed, you probably won't even be able to remember sending these comments in, Steve, to be honest. Uh, Alex Eddie Howe. I agree. It's got to be ten. I, I was on the fence, uh, as you as you lot all know in the preview show. I was I was on the fence as to whether it would be more appropriate to play a back five yeah. or to do our usual way. Part of me wanted to do our usual way, but I wasn't completely sold on it. And they were brave, and they went for it, and they did what we did against Brighton. I was impressed that we got the foot. And it, as you can see, it's improving. We, we were we were the better side against Brighton for the first half. Uh, and against Man City, I feel like we were the better side for about an hour, mm-hmm. albeit the first five minutes was a bit wobbly. We went a goal down, but you know, I, I think we're we're improving. I think for the fact that we were better than Man City for close to an hour, like that set, like that sentence there, we were better than Man City for about an hour. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous to even the fact that I can even say that is a joke. Yep. Um, and that is that is down to Eddie Howe and the coaching staff for the for the for the training. Um, the the system, the setup. Even when, when I gave Joe Joe Willick his rating, I mentioned this at the, the halftime thing. The little funny overlap that Joe that Joe Willick did, the left wing overlap. Yep, yep. He would not have done that without that. That is training ground oriented. That has been worked on. Those little runs, they they've just done so much work in training, and it shows hundred percent at ten out of ten. Not just for Eddie Howe, all the coaching staff. That is. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of just work and yep. de- fine details and consistency. And it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yep, definitely. Uh, well, you get to 10 from me as well. Agree with everything you've both said. Uh, just uh, just reiterate what you've both said. Just superb. So uh, definitely um, a 10. Uh, thank you, Susan. Um, Tom says, uh, the ref, Gillette, the worst a ref can get. <laughs> yeah, we're defeated with him. Referee us, aren't we? Somehow, yes, we are. Somehow, incredibly, uh, yeah. Um, people tell me to rate the ref. Well, I'm not going to because it'll just get. I'll just get annoyed. Yeah. Can, can I mention this because you've seen this on Twitter? I've had a lot of people asking me to be fair about the officials. Um, mm. So my stance on that is the officials were terrible. The VAR was decent and neutral. I, I feel like that's quite fair. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, actually, Paul made a good point here. Good to see also the change up in set pieces. Short corners seem to improve the attack and threat. We did we did try a few different things today, which was yeah. really good to see. Uh, right, and Burn at the same time, Absolutely. which gave us an extra dimension. Oh, you know, in that second half when Burn went to hit that volley, I thought this is, you know, what a perfect goal this would be. That was Botman. It was it Botman? It was oh, Botman. Right. Yeah, 
He skied it. Oh, God, just nestle in the net, please. Kyle Walker been incredible. brilliant there, to be fair to him. To be fair, Kyle Walker yeah, he got his so arse in the way somehow. You know, yeah. fantastic defending. Um, but I've got to say, the delivery from 50 today was much better than usual as well. Mm. Or what it has been. I won't say the usual. Actually, the, the, the balls into the box were great that we yeah. got in today. They were much, much more improved. Yeah. So it, it just proves that we're working on stuff constantly, really. Uh, right, special mentions for this week. Uh, Billy, you can go first. Hmm, it's going to be hard, but obviously the, the the obvious ones, the man with the number 10 shirt on, the man that keeps giving gifts this weekend, presents galore yesterday, yeah. gave us lots of presents today, yeah. Maxi for me. Okay. Uh, Alex? I don't even care, it's the same, I'm going to say Maxi as well. He talked about a Ballon d'Or and you all laughed at him and me and other people that defended him. Let him have his lofty goals. He, he, of course, he's probably not going to get a Ballon d'Or, f- fine. Let people have goals. Let them set the bar high. We want winners. We want positive mentalities. Somebody who doesn't have a, a bar set that high doesn't doesn't do that against the Man City side that good. It's because he believed in himself that he was able to do that. It's got it's got to be Maxi. Four key passes in one half of football is is freakish, and he he is he is a machine, absolute machine. If he can do if he can get any sort of consistency like that. He'll go to Qatar for France, hundred percent. He'll he'll get his dream. He'll he'll go and play, but he needs to keep that up. But that was that was amazing. If we allow him to do what he did today, if we can get the ball to him in those positions and and support him in the way that we did today, and he does that for the next four or five years, I don't think a Ballon d'Or is the question. Yeah, it's a big claim. We'll see. It is a big claim, but we will see. Um, now, mine. Um, obviously, I was uh, incapacitated last week when you did the review show, so uh, I couldn't give anybody shout outs. But this is away from football um, because um, you know, as people know, um, I collapsed last week on the TDR Friday show, and um, I was unconscious for thirty minutes. Um, the ambulance driver of the paramedic, sorry, uh, said that maybe another 10 minutes and I probably wouldn't be here now. Uh, when you go into a diabetic coma, uh, it shuts everything down basically. And uh, it was, it was hell um, because I don't remember a lot about it, to be honest. And, uh, but my special mentions go to my three children, um, Ben, Phoebe and uh, Olivia uh, for what they did. Uh, obviously, you know, Olivia staying so calm on the phone to the uh, 999 people and, uh, you know, Ben and Phoebe trying to bring me round. I could hear them. I could hear them screaming at me, but I just couldn't move. Uh, and then, of course, to Susan, who actually saved my life. Um, it's very strange and surreal to say that, um, because looking back a week ago, um, it's it's a fact that I nearly passed away. And uh, it was a hell of a scare. Um, I'm feeling so much better now. Um, but mentally I'm still struggling with it, especially when I'm on my own, um, just panicking that something's going to happen again. Um, but I have learned from it and, you know, I did even take some jelly teddies to the match today to make sure that I had sugar levels with us. Um, but, um, Susan brought me round, stayed calm with me for two hours before the paramedics arrived, um, because they were having so many life or death calls that night, uh, severely understaffed, um, but they did come out. Uh, and um, Susan gave me the glucose um, paste into my system and the uh, uh, the glucose tablets that I needed to get in um, and lay with me on the floor until I'd, you know, was strong enough to sit up and just stayed with me the whole time sitting on the floor. It must have been terribly uncomfortable for two hours, but she never moved. And uh, 
it just makes you just incredibly proud to have such a wonderful, wonderful family like that around you, uh, who are there to protect you and look after you and keep you safe. Like I like to do with, uh, Susan and the kids, um, you know, but uh, incredible. Um, and then for Susan to, you know, deal with all the dickheads on Twitter and things like that. Um, you know, it just makes them irrelevant now um, because you know what a what a tight bubble you've got around you, what an absolute rock you have. Um, and I'll say it till the cows come home, and I'm, I've said it before, I'm not one of these guys that will not frighten to show emotion or how he feels, but this woman saved my life last Friday night. And um, along with the kids, they were just incredible. And I will be for, for always in their debt. Um I am proud of my three children for the way they handled it. They saw the dad unconscious on the floor, but they didn't panic. Yes, they were upset, but they didn't panic. They they stayed strong, and they stayed strong till Susan arrived, and obviously Susan took over my care after that. And, um, you know, I'd be lost without that woman. I really wouldn't. I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. She is the most amazing person to ever come into my life. She's dealt with so much shit with all these trolls on Twitter and just bounced off the just doesn't, she knows who I am anyway. Um, the people that know me know who I am. And um, for her to put up with everything and still be right by my side uh, is, is, is simply incredible. And, uh, you know, having a platform like this gives me the opportunity to say these things uh, live and, and to her and to everybody watching. Um, the guys that work with me on the channel, you guys on screen, the mods backstage, they know, they know me. They know uh, what goes on in my life. Um, I'm proud to have them as friends. I class them as family. Uh, Billy and Alex know that. Danielle knows that. The mods know that. We are a very, very tight-knit unit on the Toon Review. And also to the fantastic viewers and subscribers of this channel, the get-well wishes that I've had uh, today at the match or, you know, on emails and messages have been incredible. And I'm sorry if I'm waffling on a little bit, but it, it's very important for me to say this um, because, you know, as I say I don't get much of a chance to to tell people this, you know, and, and this gives me the opportunity to tell people what happened in, in, in that way. Um, and I'm just incredibly proud of everybody. I'm proud of Billy and Alex and Danielle, the way they handled the situation on the Friday night. They took over the shows for the rest of the weekend. I'm incredibly proud of them on a daily basis for what they do to help me with this channel. The mods for putting up with some absolute crap uh, sometimes on comments, but they deal with it just like water off a duck's back. They are incredible people. Um, and as I say, to have my children and Susan and Lily as well, who's Susan's little girl, my stepdaughter, I'm incredibly proud, incredibly proud. And Susan's made sure that I'm sitting here tonight. And obviously the paramedics I'd like to thank as well for dealing with the situation and uh, helping me back to health. Um, but over last weekend, I was out on my feet. Susan took care of the kids uh, took care of me and took care of herself because it must have been a hell of a shock for her as well. So my special mention this week is obviously to them, to you guys on the screen now. Um, I'm immensely proud of you two and Danielle and the mods. I just love you all. And the subscribers and the viewers, I am blessed to have such a wonderful channel, to be honest. And we've always said that this, this is a family channel. Uh, it is built up of fantastic subscribers uh, we try and involve the viewers and the subscribers as much as we can, you know, with the chat and the comments and putting them on screen and things like that. And it is incredible uh, to have that kind of support. The money that's donated to the channel is unbelievable. Your 
generosity blows our minds every time we go on a live show. Um, but it is just a tight-knit family, and it will always be like that. No matter what people try and put on Twitter and social media about any one of us, it's all bollocks. People, people that know us personally know it's all bollocks. They will always try and bring us down. Um, but last, last week taught me a big lesson is to just ignore that crap and just concentrate on people that mean something to you. And everyone that's part of this channel means so, so much to me. You are absolutely wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, the co-hosts, the mods, the subscribers, everybody are absolutely wonderful and part of this big, big family. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to my kids. Thank you to Susan. Thank you to you guys on the screen. Danielle, back home, the mods, the viewers. You're just unbelievable people. So thank you very, very much. Um, right, that is the end of the uh, review show. Uh, I will. There will be a video up tomorrow with the match day vlog, of course, with all the uh, um, interviews got, that I've done today. You got super chat, Paul. Oh yeah, uh, trolls. Thank you so. Uh, sorry, Kari. Uh, it's a Norwegian Krona, which uh, two hundred Norwegian Krona. Thank you very, very much, uh, Kari. Uh, this is to your children, Paul, who uh, save a very good man. Thank you very much. That is so lovely. Uh, really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, so there will be a match day vlog coming out with all the interviews of the fans uh, that I managed to do before the game, before the uh, terrible interruption of the drummers coming along. Um, and obviously after the game as well, uh, which is, uh, I got a lot more in after the game. Um, but before we go, Alex has a mini beef, would you believe? I do. I have a, I have a, a Billy's beef, for, but for, for myself. Um, wow. After after full time, um, I, I I made a, a a very a very careful point of tracking exactly what Maxi was doing when I saw he was starting to have a blinder again, and and upon you know upon upon full time being being reached, I I tweeted out you know Maxi's stats, and I've seen this evening as several family members po have pointed out to me, and I've I've seen it as well that the Sky Sports Stato is essentially tweeted. A rehashed version of my tweet um, to do with Maxi's special day. Um, I understand that everybody's allowed to tweet stats of of players. Fair enough, but it's it's, it's very very similar, and I'm I'm quite butthurt about it. It's frustrated me slightly because I don't get the coverage that they do. Um, so you know, get your own content, Sky. You're big enough. You get paid enough. Sod off. <laughs> I spent a lot of bloody time. During matches, looking up and down stat websites to help the tune review. So go get your own freaking stats because you're Sky Sports and you've got enough money. Really annoyed Absolutely. me. So Sky Sports stat, whoever you are, no. Sod off. Sod off. <laughs> well, there you go. The Having said that, year. stats are stats. You, you all stats avoid. Same as these be. Well, Billy, yeah, how are you doing? But, but Billy, what are you doing, man? Formatted. It was formatted as Exactly dribbles. the same. It was formatted, you know... Creep, creepily similar. It was. Was it? It was. Really, when the when the beast has kicked off, don't rile him even further. Out. Yes. Yeah. Sky Sports stat. He spelled it with two T's as well. Why do we need two T's? Who's Who going to who's going to read it as as Stato? Of course, it's stat with an O. You don't need double T. No, oh, it's fine. Either. It's uh, fine. So there you go. The perfect way to end your Sunday evening uh, was a mini beef from Mr. Stato, not Stato, but Stato. Um, oven chips all day. Thank you for your £20 super chat, buddy. Uh, well done, Paul. You should be proud. I am immensely uh, every day. Um, you know, those of you that have been um, 
lucky enough to meet my kids at the match and certainly Susan will know just exactly what a tight-knit family we are and what a tight-knit couple we are. Uh, and I just couldn't live without her. Uh, she is just my my heart and soul. So thank you very much. Uh, right, we as I said, the um, the video of the match day vlog will be up at some time tomorrow. So uh, do uh, drop in and give that a watch and give it a like as well. Uh, we will be back as well tomorrow night at 8pm, of course. We have the Monday night transfer show. Uh, the three of us will be definitely there. Uh, now, things can happen tomorrow. We don't know. Um, but uh, definitely... Definitely want to just, stay just tuned to in for. Just to build suspense, we are linked with a lot of interesting uh, defensive midfielders. There's a mm. lot of beyond João Pedro. There is actually a lot of new chatter going around. So it's yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that. So there you go. That that is basically a lot to talk about on the transfer show tomorrow night. And if any transfer news breaks. Uh, of course, we'll bring it to you on the tune review as well. Uh, but thank you very much. Uh, thank you everybody for um, giving me the opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, go on a little bit at the end there. But it was important that I said what I did uh, because, you know, it, it, as I say, it's a it, it's a platform to be able to do that and explain to everybody exactly what happened and how we all got through it as a as a family. Uh, and that that is the people on the screen now as well as Danielle and the mods behind the scenes, and of course my kids and Susan. So. Uh, you know, it, it is just a tight-knit community and that's how it will always be. No matter what people try and do, uh, it will always be us against the world. Uh, but thank you very much for watching. Uh, we will be back, as I say, tomorrow night at 8pm. Stay tuned to the channel for any breaking news and we'll bring it to you here on the Tune Review. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening, what's left of it, guys, uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night, guys. And we're the lads and lasses. Ah!